This is a 98FM podcast. We're talking about now, we're talking about the, the riots in Belfast that have happened over the last eight nights and it basically accumulating in a... Um, Last night, a policewoman was targeted in a petrol bomb attack by suspected loyalists in Belfast, and they described senior officers described the act as attempted murder. Um, while the Northern Ireland Sir- Secretary Theresa Villiers said the recent day's events had been disgraceful. So, what I'm asking you is, can can Protestants and Catholics ever really live peacefully side by side, or is this just? Do you think it's a handful of rioters trying to tear it all apart? If you want to get into this, 1850. 229898. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Paul, how are you? How's it going? What do you think? I think it's getting very escalated up there again, isn't it? It, 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 uh, it, it seems to have gone um, off the deep end. It, it does seem to have gone off the deep end, yeah. Yeah, and like for the last while, it's all been now uh, the breakaway from. Martin McGinnis and Jerry McGiddens leading the Sinn Féin party and condemning all these so-called dissident groups and now you have uh, the loyalist side starting to cause to run amok. You know what I mean? All these people signed up for Good Friday on behalf of both sides. I'd say they have a lot of question marks over themselves tonight. Well, I, is I it think, going to last? Yeah, is it going to last? There's, you know, I know business uh, has been very, extremely badly affected. I know the G8, the G8 sub- yeah. summit is meant to be I, there next I year. I actually, I thought that myself would actually cause an increase because you've got the world's media on your doorstep. If anyone wants to make a, an effort to show that there's nothing worth... Uh, staying peaceful about up there in the north what a time to do it you know what I mean you've no, got I mean, the world's in a, media in a, in a poll um, or a survey a census should I say taken uh, the amount of Protestants in the north have actually have dropped significantly well not significantly oh, but I mean yeah. a lot of people would describe yeah, themselves that was, as that was the argument years ago that they would uh, for the to the soldiers and uh, the IRA and that that don't worry we can we'll outvote them in years Catholics have bigger families yeah, I, I don't know whether the Protestants have moved out of... I mean, I, I think a lot of Catholics feel... No, they don't feel... have as big a family group, usually. And, and is that, you think, what it is? Yeah, but they were always saying that and in the mid-90s, anyway, don't worry, we're going to outnumber them soon and we can go the democratic route, do you know what I mean? But so you see what happens when you go the democratic route and people don't agree with it, and that's over a flag. Well, this is it, and it is over... You know? I suppose a flag in itself is a very volatile... It shouldn't be, but... But so is a march... Um, yes, absolutely. Yes, it is. No, I, I, I agree with you. I, I do like, agree with you. I do, I do, I do. But do you think this is just this is just a small bunch of people trying to stir it up who have always tried to stir things up, or is it a very is it very dangerous? Do you think? I think it's very dangerous. Mixed in with um, a few ages, just very happy just to throw a few stones the odd time that really have no beliefs in that and that are mm. jumping on the bad wagon was obviously the state of. Uh, everywhere at the minute with no jobs and things like that you're going to have young people get involved and angry you know God you're absolutely right I never thought of that end of a chair yeah, yeah, yeah. well it, it feeds into it and you know, people feed them and happy to take them in under the wrong illusions yeah you know? yeah yeah so um, I mean that that attack last night was described as attempted murder when, when the police officers when her car was she was targeted um, yeah um, but Gosh almighty, I mean, I don't know. And there was, there was a report today saying, I think 34 people had been arrested or something like that. But look, we'll see, but you think, you think it's just, it's, it's a dangerous escalation, yeah? Oh, it has been all the time. Like, they've been crying on about peace, 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 peace. 
but like peace of what cause you know and when you don't have everyone sign off and it's, it's not really peace you know what I mean and a lot of these young people are getting involved in things now have never even seen British soldiers on the bloody streets you know what I mean? Well, they probably haven't, but they probably you know? have. They probably have families who did. You know what I mean? I mean, history. Well, that's the thing. You know, uh, history. Know. History doesn't. You know, it is about things. It tends that to repeat itself. It does tend to repeat itself, but it's about things that happen to members of your family as well. All right, listen, Paul. Good talking to you. Thanks a lot. No worries. Thank you very Bye. much. Eighteen fifty twenty two ninety eight ninety eight. Call me on that or text me on five two ninety eight one after the riots and. I suppose the violence and the marching and the fires of the last eight days, eight nights in Belfast over um, a flag. Uh, really, riots have been warned against holding Belfast to ransom after a petrol bomb attack on a police officer by suspected loyalists has been treated as attempted murder. But what I'm asking you, it seems to be escalating. The problems seem to be escalating. But tonight, in your opinion, can Protestants and Catholics, do you think, and it's a simple question and it's a, it's a complex question as well, but do you think they can ever really live peacefully side by side or is this just a handful of rioters trying to, to tear it all apart again? As I said, 1850-22-98-98. Malachy, how are you doing? Good evening, John. What do you think, Malachy? Well, I think firstly, I mean, I mean it's a very complex issue on mm. one level mm. and on the other level it's not all that complex. Mm. Where you have a society where you have enshrined in legislation a sectarian um, political carve-up where you have the DeHunt principles in Stormont, for instance, which designate people's political allegiance based on their religion and allocates um, ministerial positions based on that, mm. of course you're going to continue to have a sectarian divide. Mm. Now, much of what's happening, and people need to, to look at what's happening now, is the very same that happens every year in areas at interfaces, whether it be Ardine or other places where loyalist marches are forced through nationalist or Catholic communities and rioting takes place. But if any nationalist or Catholic step out of the box, they're dealt with swiftly and harshly by the RUC. We've seen eight nights of rioting. I don't think there have been any plastic bullets fired yet. There have been no water cannons um, used. And They were deployed, the, the but they, were, they weren't used last night. No, they weren't no. used. Well, in fact... They were deployed on the Falls Road on Sunday right. in the anticipation or the expectation that, that nationalists may come out and protect their areas. Mm. But the nationalists quite rightly stayed at home. But So the RUC were prepared to, to, to shoot down nationalists yet again if they, they came out of their box. But what we have... But you, you don't see, know whether they would have... And the other thing, just well, before no, you, but, on, but just before you go know, on... But on, would you, would you want know. rubber bullets being shot? Would you, would, that would surely make it much worse. Well, I'm, I'm not saying... And I've been opposed to use of plastic bullets. We've yeah. moved on a long time from yeah. rubber bullets from the 70s, John. But... And people actually need to know what a plastic bullet looks like. It's about a, a three-inch high, heavy, mm. uh, solid piece of plastic... Right, and you imagine getting that in the head. And <laughs> no, people have got I, but I know, the point I'm making is that they have no hesitation in using them in nationalist areas, yet they haven't used them in, in, in these current um, riots. Now, the, the RUC um, woman who was nearly killed last night has got no condemnation from the political establishment down here. Yet if it was in a nationalist community, they would be hopping up and down, roaring and shouting about it. Now, 
when you look at the issue that this is of, and there's a lot of things feeding into this. One is the, the, the arrest of it and, and the turning state's evidence by a senior loyalist paramilitary who's expected to bring down um, a number of other people with him. You have the UUP trying to vie for um, political supremacy, having been overtaken by the DUP already. Um, they're trying to gain background under David Nesbitt. You've the, the, the DUP then today calling the meeting of, of all of the... the loyalist or Protestant groupings or political parties in order to try and drive a divide. But, I mean, to me, it doesn't matter with what flag flies over Belfast City Hall, and people are on about, oh, the tricolour should be flying there from, from a nationalist point of view, or over Stormont. Stormont is a British assembly in Ireland. City Hall in Belfast is the seat of, of a British local authority in Belfast. So why would a tricolour fly over it? I mean, it's quite right that, that a Union Jack should be flying over a British um, establishment. So don't, people shouldn't be getting away from what is actually there. And it's not a gain for republicanism, for instance, that the flag over City Hall doesn't fly except for 15 days. <clears throat> but what loyalists should actually realise is that they won the war. They defeated... Um, nationalism and republicanism, and that those who are to the fore of prosecuting a war in which three and a half thousand people died <coughs> surrendered to them and joined in and administered the power that Paisley wanted established and continued from the very beginning. But do you, Maliki, just, and, and, and I know you're going into the history of it, and, and, and you know you're much more knowledgeable on this than I am, but. Do you think this will quieten down again, Maliki, or do you, do you think we're, we're in a very dangerous situation? No, in a couple of days, this, this will have settled. I mean, for a number of reasons. One, it's not particularly the, riot, the weather for rioting. A lot of it is recreational rioting by, by some, some of the younger people. But you've got to remember that the, the people who are rioting come from the same socioeconomic groupings that have always produced people who will be involved in rioting. And since the GFA in 1998, for ordinary working-class young men and women, whether in Catholic communities or in Protestant communities, are still as likely to be unemployed as they were before 1998. We still have the same levels of depri- deprivation. We have a combination of the DUP and, and the, the provisionals administering the austerity measures that, that, that the Conservative Party in, in London is telling them to, to put in. We still see huge cutbacks in you know, the administration and, and what's happening. The same, almost the same as down here, where you have the provisional saying they're opposed to things down here that they've no difficulty in implementing in the north. But, so until you create, you know, a decent society, you will always have rioting. I mean, you had riots in London last year. You have riots in France. You have riots all over the world where people are deprived of, one, a decent job, two, a, a, somewhere decent to live, and a standard of living that, that makes them decent, responsible human beings. And, you know, that's what's feeding in, and that's the problem, and that has always been the problem. If we create a better society, then that will lead to an end to rioting. And, you know, for somebody like Hillary Clinton, for instance, last week to be going on about, um, you know, rioting, a woman whose military wing is in countries around the world, Iran... Uh, or Iraq, they haven't gone into Iran yet, but they intend to. They're trying to destabilise Syria. They've, they've gone into Afghanistan. They've killed millions of people. And she comes over here lecturing us in this country. Right. All right. right. Bobby, how are you doing? Hello, John. 
Uh, what, um, do you, what do you think, Bobby? Do I think that Catholics and Protestants can ever live together peacefully? Mm. Yeah, I do. You do? So, yeah. do you think... In the this... future, I believe. But what I believe that with partition, no, but uh, eventually, um, I think they would. Yeah, I mean, they didn't always live together down here very well either. We had uh, a lot of Protestants down here, mayhem when the state was set up down here in 1922, didn't agree, but they settled in and I'd have sympathy for the nationalist community and I'd have sympathy for ordinary Protestants. Yeah. For loyalism, um, uh, for saying it's a delusion of the Britishness and all this carry on. But if any of them, born on the island of Ireland, their class is Irish anywhere they go, anywhere they step outside Ireland, they, tell, they say they're not Irish. But if they had a referendum in England tomorrow, 87% of English people would vote for United Ireland. Uh, they're a minority in England, a minority in Ireland. And uh, I think it's um, the siege mentality they have, the fear. And uh, they, they think they're getting out bread as well with the nationalists. So eventually nationalists will be a majority. So uh, in the future, they're going to be a minority. And uh, they always turn to violence, though. So you, you're talking about the un- they, unionists always turn to violence. Do you, they do you- always done it. When we vote for home rule, they said they threatened us with civil war and armed 100,000 men and said he was going to cause a civil war. And the majority voted for home rule. And then the Brits got Michael Collins over and said, accept partition and we'll declare war on you. So he accepted partition. But we, 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 uh, they were a minority in 1918, but they, they, they uh, got what they wanted. I'm sure Michael Collins regrets partition now. Do you do you believe, Bobby, that there's an awful lot of people who are, mm-hmm. as Maliki said and Paul said, there's an awful lot of young people who feel probably disenfranchised, feel they have no jobs, and really they will be pulled in by anything, you know, that that they, that, that they will jump into the sectarian divide because, you know, they've no jobs and they, they feel, well, there's no hopes or feckage that we get involved in this. Yeah, well, there will, you will get an element of that, but I wouldn't say all of them. I'd say a lot of loyalists are... Uh, bigots, uh, um, bitter, and um, I met uh, children in Spain recently. They were very rude, and uh, he said, "Me, I'm British," and I said, uh, "Tell this any Englishman over here and uh, see what they'll say." And he showed me a British passport. I said, "No, it's the United Kingdom passport." I said, "You're born on the island of Ireland." doesn't make it British. He can call himself United Kingdom or if he likes. Where was, where was this? When, when you, to me when, is very bitter. When you, when you were on holidays, was it? Yeah, I met him in Spain. He had two of them. And uh, bitterly anti-Irish. And uh, I'm not religious at all. I'm a humanist. Mm. But I'd have to have sympathy for the nationalist community up there living with that all the time uh, on the 12th of July. Uh, but surely, surely that is a, that, that's a minority. You know, that's, that's just picking... Well, it's a large minority. Them orange marches in half pretty big mm. and uh, unfortunately it's mostly working class people fall into it some good Protestants up there there's even uh, you know some good loyalism I, I, I would, I would um, see as uh, bigots okay. uh, even when they wanted to march in Dublin uh, they were asked to fly the tricolour carry the tricolour along with the Union Jack and they said no Right, so, so they're born in tricolours as well and Catholics Protestants peace green white and orange and they're born in themselves so to me, loyalism is bigotry. Okay, all right, Bobby, good talking to you. Thanks a million. Anthony, um, do you think that this is the beginning of, of yet more trouble? I mean, there is trouble at the moment, but you, you know what I mean? Long-term trouble, or do you think it's like a storm in a teacup that that it will, it'll blow over? 
Uh, Joan, first of all, I'd like to wish you a happy Christmas and to my own uh, Comiskey family. Thank you very much, and, and uh, to yours as well. Uh, just, just to start on a serious note and then hopefully end up on, on a, a more light-hearted note, um, for it to be peace in the North and Catholics and Protestants to live side by side, uh, there has to be give and, give and take on both sides. Um, there isn't much give from the loyalist side, the truth be told, and from a political point of view, Sinn Féin seems to be give, giving a lot um, and not taking as much. It seems to be lopsided. Um, so I can't really see there being peace in the North in my lifetime. Um, it, it's maybe if, if it's dealt with or it's attacked or it's, it's, it's attempted in a certain way, possibly, but um, the Union Jack being, being as powerful a symbol as it is worldwide, there's probably, probably the most produced and waved flag um, on the planet. It's, 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 it's too serious, you know? I, I suppose, yes, it probably is. I suppose people feel very strongly and when it was taken down, because it symbolises so much, I suppose, to unionists, perhaps it was seen as being the last straw. Plus, there were, there were then, it went further than that and, the, and there were leaflets sent around to people to kind of stirring them up and, and uh, trying to get them going. But do you think this is just a handful of people just trying to cause trouble? Do you think it's like the London riots, as as, as Paul said, you know, really these are these are kids who uh, they want to get into something that they can believe in, so it's as good a cause as any other, or do you think this is more serious than that? Well, for years and decades, it does seem to be lopsided. Um, it, it's always the other side, the truth be told, even from a neutral point of view, that, that goes a bit further. A, a policewoman on her own there last night nearly murdered. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that's a disgrace, and hopefully the people in, in question can be somehow found and and um, put behind bars for a long time. Um, but again, there has to be give and take on both sides. It seems to be lopsided, um, not as much give on the DUP and Nash, uh, loyalist side, you know? Oh, mind you, they, they, they did seem to come together around the time of the, of the Good Friday Agreement. All right, listen, Natalie, good talking to you. Thanks hey, a lot. Joe? Yes. Can I just say something? Um, um, in my family, my family is all Catholic. Yeah. Um, but there is a member of our family who's from the North and he's actually a person, but it's, it's not mentioned, you know? It's, okay. ne- it's never mentioned that he is? No, it's not mentioned. It's not important. You know, oh, it's not important. Not okay, okay. Just, th- just, 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 just to say, we, we all we live together. But um, at Christmas every year, um, he always insists on being the one who, who, who cuts the turkey. And if he doesn't, guess what happens? What? He starts to protest. Good Lord. All right, Anthony. Happy good. Christmas. Happy Christmas. Bye-bye. Garode, how are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. Um, now, Garod, you're welcome to the show. Do you, do you believe that this is an escalation of things or do you think it's just, it, it, it's one of those things that's after getting out of hand but it will calm down again? No, I think it's it's, always, it's never gone away because nothing has been resolved. Uh, I don't think, and I never thought that the troubles in in the six counties were, were, were between Catholics and, and Protestants. I think that, that there was a major slant that was put on it because... There was many Protestants involved on, on the nationalist side and many Catholics involved on the loyalist side. And if you look down through history, I mean, Wolfton, the founder of Republicanism, was actually a Protestant. Okay. James Connolly was a Protestant. And both of them re- led. <laughs> I mean, their, their aim, obviously, was a totally two county socialist republic. So I think what's the, the problem is that loyalism in itself has never been stood up to. And they've been given an awful lot of leeway and I would actually compare them to the, the, the white supremacy in South Africa, to the Nazis. They they won't give an inch. And this is where the, the problem lies. I mean, as as the, the Secretary of State said tonight, Philly said tonight, they, they don't represent anybody. 
I mean, they, they claim they represent uh, the, the Union Jack and, and, and have loyalty to the Queen, but yet they, they're doing it, they're attacking their own forces, which they claim to be loyal to. Yeah. I mean, the, well, what's basically happening there is that they know they're losing their power, they know they can't trample on, on people's human rights. I'm not going to say nationalist rights anymore, but the, the human rights. Mm. That they're a supremacist race, and the very few of those races exist in the world anymore. And that's, that's what's basically happening. I mean, they, they, they want supreme power. And they're, they're, they're a supremacist group. They're similar to the Ku Klux Klan. They're similar to the white supremacists in South Africa. And it's time that they've actually stood up to it. I mean, an example, and I just mean why they so... I heard the last speaker talk talking about being lopsided. If nationalists were to do something like this, they would be baton charged, they would be locked up, they would be... In, there's actually nationalists in turn at the moment who will try it up there. Mm. And the media has ignored all this. So um, you believe what you're saying is very. You've a very interesting. Uh, you've a very interesting take on it. You believe that unionists really are nearly the same as, as white supremacists, or that they just they uh, there is no give, and that's the way. That's the way it's going to be with them. I wouldn't say unionism. I'd say that, that that particular group of people, the loyalists, that are causing trouble at the moment. The loyalists, right? The, the, the loyalists. I mean, that's. I think the whole argument does be distorted because there's a difference between unionism, genuine unionism, and. Obviously, they, they have their own culture and that, but there's a big difference between the loyalists that are causing this problem at the moment. They're the supremacists. Okay. They're the supremacists, and as they, 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 the British government are not standing up to them. They, they're discriminating in their own actions in dealing with these loyalists. They're discriminating once again against the nationalism, which will cause another reaction from the nationalist community. I mean, the nationalist community have, have been being terrorised by these loyalists. And I know Jordan, Jordan, the, the, the loyalist parade for for days. They marched outside the Catholic church. They were not stopped. They they jeered Jordan the masses, and that's still going on. Mm. And they're not being confronted. But if it came from the other side, from the nationalists, and this is where the nationalists get the backs backs up, and and they have a lot of support, by the way, from from some of the union section. That when the loyalists do this, the the, the, the unions are actually condemning their own people. And it's similar to the way the Jews, some of the Jews, the Orthodox Jews, are condemning what the Israelis are doing in Palestine. So, I mean, there's good on both sides. Very good. But the loyalists are, are just, I mean, that particular group, I mean, they're going to be remote, as I say. There's, there's people in turn, and they, they are Republicans, and they just have to say this. I mean, it's, it is a fact. And the media are ignored. There's people in turn in, in the six counties at the moment, McGabry Prison, were out trial, and they're all nationalists. And there's one woman, 58 years of age, in town were out trial, with no charge, the, judge, the court actually released her, uh, Marion Price. The court actually released her, and, and, and Patterson locked her back up again. And this is where the nationalist back is up. But it doesn't apply to loyalism. And, and I mean, th- there's nothing about this in the media. There was, there was a hunger strike there the last 26 days there only a few weeks ago, and there was four men on hunger strike, and the media reported nothing about it. It's a complete media blackout. You've been listening to a 98FM podcast. Download more at 98FM.com.